Welcome to Greatness Defined. My name is Damian Anderson. I am a lifestyle entrepreneur that is dedicated to helping you define your inner greatness. Each week, we will be bringing you an inspiring person or message that will help you define your inner greatness. Thank you for joining us today. Now sit back, relax, and let the class begin. I'm holding on for you to come gentlemen uh, i am so excited for you guys to be here today we have an awesome message i'm bringing my wife onto the set jessica and we're going to talk about really how to improve your relationship whether if that's with your wife or with your girlfriend now i'm gonna let you guys know that this is geared towards uh, my marines because we're, we're creating this as a resource for them because we're getting ready to deploy and a lot of them they have girlfriends that we're not gonna be able to see before we go forward so we want to leave this with them However, it's applicable to everybody, not just military spouses. But anyway, uh, I'll introduce Jess and I'll let her talk a little bit. But first, we're going to start off with how we met, and then we're going to deep dive into uh, some things that will help you guys out in your relationship. So Jessica and I, we first met in band. We were both band nerds and, um, in high school. We met, what, our sophomore year? Your sophomore, my junior. No. Yeah. Yeah, she's a cougar. Anywho, <laughs> um, but yeah, she she was a drummer, and I started off as a fl- playing flute, till finally I transitioned to uh, euphonium. Uh, we dated for a little bit in high school. You know, she was she's older than me, so she was the one driving me around. It was real romantic. But uh, <laughs> anywho, we we got back together my senior year. Like I just graduated. It was the summer of 2012, and I saw her change her Facebook picture, and I was like, wow. She's beautiful. So I reached out to her, shot her a message. I was like, I don't even know if she even checks this thing, but here we go. So I shot her a message. Didn't hear anything from her for like a day because you were, what, out playing disc golf or something like that? So, yeah. But anyway, I shot her a picture of the beach because I was living <laughs> in Biloxi, Mississippi, and I said, don't you wish you were here? But um, anyway, so from that point on, we started talking, God, like 24 hours a day, essentially. Like literally, we would talk all night, and then you, you she was working, so she would wake up, or you would work, wake up in the morning craziness so exhausted (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah then that leads us to boot camp so we're used to talking to to each other like 24 7 and then i go off to marine corps boot camp where you know communication does not exist she gets one phone call from me at the beginning of the time where i'm screaming on the phone that i'm alive and i'm here and then our main way of communication was through letters uh i don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that well I can tell you that the mailman made me late to class like a million times. <laughs> now, Damien was really good about sending letters out every day, and I sent him at least one letter a day, um, sometimes even more. And I always tried to send a picture or something that was going on in my life to, with yeah. the letter. So, I'll tell you what, that made a difference. 
And I, I want to encourage you guys, like, yeah, you don't have to go to Marine Corps boot camp to write letters to each other. But uh, we're, we're going to talk about a method that we do later on in this episode. But I want to encourage you that, you know, write, write a letter out to your spouse and just drop it in her car or leave it somewhere where him or her can, you know, they, they find it as, as accidental. I mean, I know if I got a letter from you now, that would mean a lot to me. And that's something that I would cherish. I mean, even when I got handwritten letters on my first deployment, like that meant a lot to me. And I, I kept it up and I posted it above my rack. You know, I, I have a picture of it on, um, I think it's on my Facebook. I don't know. But if you guys are, I'll, I'll post it on uh, Instagram so you can see it. But I, <laughs> we're living in a, I was, we we're staying in bunk beds and on, I was on the bottom rack and yeah, we put it in the frame. But uh, anywho, so after boot camp, um, I go off to my schoolhouse, and I had a crazy schoolhouse. We actually, we got married that next year in uh, April. Yeah, trust me, I don't forget this. But <laughs> <laughs> Was it April? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got we got married on April 12th, and from there, our lives were just go, 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 go. So I graduated the schoolhouse, and on top of this, Jessica was a full-time college student. She uprooted at Tennessee Tech to follow me to Camp Lejeune, and she went to, you went to like Coastal for a little bit, and yeah. then... UNCW, University of North Carolina, Wilmington. She's actually graduating next weekend, so congratulations, Jess. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so just to take you back, I graduated my schoolhouse in, what was that, June of 2013? And so we checked into the unit July because I took like almost a month of leave because we, we had to move and we just had a lot of moving pieces. Plus, I haven't had any time off in a while, so we took like a full month to move down over here. And I checked in... Was it the July Fourth? Right after the July Fourth weekend, and uh, my my welcome to the fleet, Fleet Marine Corps. They're like, "Yeah, we're going to ITX for pre-deployment workups. Uh, we're leaving in like two weeks." I was like, you "Should oh. probably tell what everybody what ITX actually is." <laughs> oh, ITX stands for Integrated. What is it? Integrating Training Exercise, I think. Uh, it's the old school name is CACS for the Marines listening who, who've gotten out, but uh. Yeah, so all you do is you go out to 29 Palms, which is the middle of nowhere in California, just desert, and all you do is get ready for deployment. So I was constantly pushing out to the field, and um, the field is just, for those who aren't military, that's just our word for saying we're going out camping, essentially, like military <laughs> style. <laughs> it sucks, but uh, it's not like enjoyable camp. Anywho, but um, so we, I come back from that training exercise, and then they send me out to another schoolhouse where I'm in Virginia Beach for, what was it, two months, and I come home, and then we're working long hours, and then immediately after that, I'm gone for seven months, and it really tested our relationship. And, you know, in the Marine Corps, they say that your first deployment either makes your marriage or it breaks your marriage, and I can honestly say that that has made our marriage, I believe. I mean, the, we, we got close to the breaking point. Yeah, but... almost broke us, but <laughs> it actually ended up making us stronger, so that's good. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about some of the ways that we did that in order to bring our marriage to where it is now. You know, it's funny, when people hear me talk to my wife now, because like the other day I was on duty, which is where you say in a 24-hour post, you know, she called me, and I was like, hey, dude, what's up? And after we talked, uh, the guy that was on duty with me, he was like, that was your wife? You talk to your wife like that? I was like, yeah, she's my best friend. Why would I not talk to her like that, you know? But that's just our relationship. We're seriously, like, best friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so some of the things that we did during deployment, or I guess really after deployment is whenever we re really started refining it. But the first couple of months of deployment were shaky, and then we started stabilizing probably about, like, I would say months four through five, and then six through seven, we started getting a little bit antsy because we were anticipating me coming home. 
But the biggest problem is that I want to encourage you guys because I know like a lot of business guys, like my mentor Drew, who's uh, he's a, he travels all the time, so it doesn't just have to be a deployment. But whenever I was deployed, you know, I was working 12 hours, sometimes 16 hour days, stressed out, put in situations that, you know, I didn't do a combat deployment. So please do not think that I did a combat deployment. I was with the special purpose Marine Air Ground Task Force Crisis Response Africa. So, so we provided support to the uh, embassy in Tripoli. So if you saw the evacuation of that last year, that was my mission. I also did the evacuation of Juba, South Sudan, and we started doing, or we started getting the embassy in Central African Republic set up. So we were pretty busy, and with my job, we, you know, we were constantly, we never got to relax. I was always stressed out, you know, and we were, we were based in Moron, Spain, but it... <laughs> It was just frustrating to see all the other guys going out to be able to enjoy themselves, yet here I am working 12 on, 12 off, and just stressed out. And at the same time, whenever I did have time off when I was communicating to Jessica, like I would see her enjoying herself, because obviously, you know, she's, yeah, it sucks I'm deployed, but she's not put in the same situation. She's still back here enjoying herself, enjoying college, and, you know, I was just so frustrated. It was just like, God, I, why can't that be me, you know, and... uh yeah, so it put a lot of stress on our marriage whenever he saw me having a lot of fun hanging out with friends. He thought that I wasn't making time for him when I honestly didn't really know when he would be off work or when he would have time to communicate with me. So it just put a lot of stress on our marriage. Um, but it's important to remember, like, if you're if you're if you're the Marine that's deploying or any um, any military that's personnel that's deployed it's important to remember that your wife also has a schedule and has her own life going on back home so she can't always drop everything she's doing just just to talk to you um for like five hours at once you know what i'm saying so i think um damien learned that pretty quick and that's when we started to like to stabilize our relationship when he was deployed about you know three months in so that was good yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's that's definitely because you go from being able to talk every day to only being able to talk maybe ten minutes a day, you know. And I remember I used to harass you on Facebook all the time because I did I was able to have Facebook at some times, and it was just like, "What are you doing? What are you doing now? What are you doing now?" Because like, know. shut up, <laughs> <laughs> please. Like sometimes I'd be at work or something, I couldn't respond, and he would get freaked out. Like, what is she doing? Like, why she? Why can't she talk to me? But then he just, um, he kind of started to mellow out a little bit after he was there for a little while and kind of learned what my schedule was and like um, how often that we like to talk to each other because not everybody is wanting to talk every day for an hour, you know. Sometimes it's good just to catch up for a few minutes every day and maybe like once a week have a, a long like date phone call or something like that instead of hours every single day. Yeah, so if, you know, if you're in the military... Before you deploy, I would really, I would really encourage you to sit down with your wife or your girlfriend and set up expectations. I would say, prepare to talk once a week. So that way, if you do, if you are able, if you're going to an area where you have Wi-Fi or whatever, and you're able to talk every day, boom, that's more than what you expected. But I would have a plan in place for being able to talk once a day, and then have a plan in place for being able to talk, you know, at at your own will and then that way you can start establishing what the expectations are so you can say hey listen if I am able to talk every day 
is that something that you want to do or you know how much time do you want to allot to communication or maybe your best way to communicate is just through email say hey you know i'll try to send you one email a day or maybe one email every other day you know what what are your thoughts jess yeah i like um i'm not really like a texter or an emailer like you know me but um i like a phone call i don't like it to be i like i'm kind of straight to the point you know i like to know what's going on like how you're doing um but like when when you run out of things to say there's no there's no sense in sitting on the phone like trying you know, trying to come up with conversation just so you can talk to each other. It doesn't, even if you can't talk for an hour, um, it's still good to just like hear his voice and it's here. It's good to hear his voice and just know that he's okay and like encourage him and then hang up and do whatever you're doing for your day. Like you don't have to feel like you have to talk to him all day long, you know? So. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to say, you know, in our case, I was the one reaching out to her a lot. And wanting to know, you know, I, it's just the nature of my job. I, you know, it's because I'm an analyst, so I I have to look at everything that's going on and analyze it. And I was incorporating my job too much into my relationship. So that way I was like, what is she doing now? What is she doing now? What is she going to do next? But if, if you're that girlfriend that's back here, I want to encourage you to like either get a job or get a hobby or find something to invest that time in. Because whenever you start sending those messages to, you know, your service member, or even if you're your boyfriend that's... Or a husband that's doing a business trip or whatever, he has priorities that he has to get done. Whenever he feels like he has to be obligated to, or he or she obligated to your, you know, all of your questions, it can be overwhelming because just imagine the stress that he's already under. You don't want to create any more. But I want to transition to ways to boost your relationship. So prior to deployment, definitely do that checklist. But what you should be doing today is what I want to get into. The first thing I suggest you guys do is sit down and get the book, The Five Love Languages. I will put a link to the Amazon um, the, the Amazon page where you can get a copy of it in the show notes. But The Five Love Languages is a book that we both encourage all of our friends who are just getting married or they're seriously dating that we always encourage them to read because that book will tell you, uh, you know, how do you respond and how do you feel the most loved. So like, for example, Jessica, you, you want to talk about your love languages? Yeah, so when you get the book, there's like a little survey you fill out and it asks you a bunch of questions and you say which, like what scenario you prefer. And um, at the end, it tells you what your love language is. So there's five of them. Um, there's like one of them is quality time. One of them is physical touch. One of them is um, acts of service. One of them is um, gifts, if you like to receive gifts. What's the last one? Words of information. Words Affirm- of affirmation. <laughs> yeah, words of affirmation. So my love language, I have two actually. You can have more than one. Mine are words of affirmation and um, what was my other one? <laughs> <laughs> acts of service. Oh, yeah, acts of service. That's a big one. I, I feel so loved when I come home and Damien's done the dishes or he's mowed the lawn or just stuff to help me out. You know, I'm, it makes me feel really loved when he does that, which it might not be like that for everybody. Like, um, Damien, his huge love language is quality time. So every night we always have dinner together. And um, in that time, we always we never have our phones out. We just spend time talking to each other about our days or our plans for the future and things like that. Um, he also, his other love language is physical touch. So he loves getting his back scratch. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, actually. <laughs> so every night I try to give him a little back scratch. Sometimes I'm not very enthusiastic about it but you know that's when you just keep nudging her that's what i do at least (laughs) but this is important because 
you know, before we before I read this book, I was expecting her to find the same amount of joy in our relationship, the same method that I was getting joy. But whenever you start understanding this, you know, to me, doing the dishes, I just do it because it stresses me out. But I didn't realize how much it actually means to Jessica. And I know she loves it when, you know, because I, I do bodybuild, so I always keep like seven meals on me, which means a ton of Tupperware. And I know that she just <laughs> loves it when I leave my Tupperware closed and in the sink, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it stinks up the whole house. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for, for her, I didn't realize how much it meant to her until after we read this and we started talking about it. So now I, I make it more of a point to do it because at the end of the day, to me, it doesn't mean that much. But to her, it means the world. Just little things like that. And the next thing we're talking about is gratitude. Um, if, if you've listened to my other podcasts and if you've seen my blog posts and my Facebook, you know that I am a huge fan of living a life of gratitude. So we do a couple of little things every morning and every day that amount to, I would say like, I don't know, I feel like it has brought us closer together and we appreciate each other a lot more. Yeah, I would say so. So one of the things that we started implementing is we bought a little whiteboard and we put it on our fridge and I call it the love board. (laughs) But, um, so we put on there and we say, I love you because, and then each day or each, you know, every other day, as often as we can, we try to update and say a a different reason why we love each other. You know, every day you don't have to be like deep philosophic and try to put, you know, the freaking Shakespeare (laughs) quote up. But like the other day, Jess said she loves me because I have warm feet. And that's because whenever we get into the bedroom or getting ready to go to bed, she has icicles for toes. <laughs> and uh, she <laughs> But, you know, just little things like that. And that way, I swear, every morning, I, w- I look forward to seeing the new message. Or me too. Because Jessica, she works at uh, she works at one of the local restaurants. So some nights she doesn't get home until really late. So, you know, that next morning I get to see the, the, the new reason why she loves me. And then... Worst case, you know, if, if I don't get it that morning, whenever I get home from work, that's one of the first things I see. And honestly, just doing something little like that, it, it honestly means a lot to me. Kind of like, this is like one of the highlights of my day. It's something I look forward to every day. Yeah, it's really nice. And uh, I just want to give you guys some ideas so that way you can, you know, you can actually start implementing this. So for the, for the I love you thing, I mean, what, what are some reasons that you've written in the past? Or some things um, that meant a lot that I wrote about you? That I think some of my favorites are like because I can't I you can't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Some of like one of the most one of the things that Jessica said that I even took a picture of it because it meant a lot to me. But I just launched Greatness Defined. I put a ton of time into it. Jess can tell you literally the day that I launched it, I started programming the website at like three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon. And I worked until, what was that, like midnight? And she was like, uh, babe, I'm, I'm going to bed. I'm, you know, I want you to come to bed with me. I was like, okay. I laid down <laughs> and I laid there with my eyes wide open because I had so many ideas going through my mind of <laughs> what do I need to add? And I literally, I got up out of bed after she fell asleep. He goes, I can't do this. <laughs> He's like, I have to get back up. So he got up and worked all night long until the next day and he had, when he had to go to work. Yeah. So he didn't get any sleep that night. But the biggest thing is, you know, instead of Jessica saying, you know, being mad at me for doing that, whenever I came home, the the message on the board was, I really love that you're a go-getter and that you follow through with your passions and you're trying to achieve it. And just seeing that support from her on the board, like that literally 
made it for me, you know, because you, you got to have the family support in everything that you do. Yeah. If you don't have that, that, that good support structure in your relationship, you need to change it because it's paramount. I mean, it's it, it, it literally, that's the difference. I believe that's the difference between married couples that have been together for 50 years or the high attrition rate that we have today of like 50% of, was it, it's like, it's, I think it's, isn't it even higher than that now? Yeah. For, which is insane. In the military, insane. it's even higher. Yeah. Just scary, but there are definitely things to do to not make you part of that statistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have the love board, and we also, another thing that'll help you out is we kind of like, we'll send each other random, I call it love text, but uh, it's like a <laughs> random text of gratitude or appreciation. Yeah, just saying that you're thinking about the other person or just saying, hey, I hope you're having a good day or hey, I miss you, I can't wait till we get to have dinner tonight or, you know, just little texts like that. Yeah, you don't have to write, you know, a novel, you know. <laughs> I mean, unless if that's what you're into and the other person loves it, you know, I definitely suggest reading the five love languages before you do that, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, definitely, like, I, I'm super proud of Jess. I tell everybody of all the great things she's doing in her life and Aww. how she's getting ready to go to medical school and this and that and just being able to tell people about that and then pick up my phone and say, hey, you know, let, 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 let me let her know that I'm thinking about her. And I honestly, you know, to me, I like doing it. And I, I would I would think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate those those little texts that you send me. So yeah. it's really good. And another thing that goes with that is you guys need to take some time apart and do do things that the other person enjoys. So... For example, like Jessica, you know, we both. <laughs> this is gonna sound so nerdy. Are you about to talk about the magic? Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. Sure. So, <laughs> for example, one of my best friends who's deployed right now, and Hunter, if you're if you're hearing this, I miss you, bro. But uh, he he came home from leave, which leave in the Marine Corps is just essentially like pay time off, PTO. But um, he came home from deploy or from leave. And he's super excited about the card game Magic. And he's like, Damien, you got to get into this. You got to get into this. You got to get into this. And I was like, oh, man. Because, you know, the, everybody thinks, like, oh, we play Magic. Nerd. But, uh, <laughs> anywho, you know. I, <laughs> so I, I started playing with him. And turns out I actually really like the game because it is, you, you do, it's essentially everything chess is not. So it's a huge strategy and luck game. But uh, so I got into it. And I was trying to get good because Hunter was just beating me time in and time, you know, over and over again and i'm an alpha male i'm like if you're gonna beat me yeah right i'm gonna practice until i can beat you and then i'm gonna rub it in your face no i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh so jess you know jess obviously doesn't have any interest in the card game but she did she did try for me i went out and got her a deck of cards and she played against us and i beat him twice <laughs> yeah see she never forgets but anyway, you know, just little things like that. And another thing is, like, Jessica is a competitive CrossFit or CrossFitter. I don't know. CrossFit athlete. Yeah, CrossFit athlete. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, me being bodybuilding, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> I don't want to say tension, but, you know. CrossFit, tension. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, CrossFit teaches you how to do. They teach oh, you that. proper form with improper form. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But, you know, even though, like, the bodybuilding community makes fun of the CrossFit community and vice versa, I told her I would try this with her. <laughs> Excuse me. So, God, that was my first time and my last time doing CrossFit. But because it meant a lot to her, I tried, you know. <laughs> and I think that's important. But at the same time, you got to have balance. You obviously, at all times, do not have to do everything together 
every time of the day. So, like I said, Jessica competes in CrossFit, and she did her first Olympic lift this year where she took first. So I was the only one in my weight class. Still took first. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, she does that, and I compete in bodybuilding. So every day, like, we, we work out. We're, we're athletes. We keep it up. But we don't train together because we have, <laughs> you know. Well, sometimes we do. Yeah, sometimes Jess comes, and she's, uh, like, what were we doing? It was your Olympic lift. I don't know. She was. She had to do something, and she needed some. Um, I guess what do you guys call it? Whenever you, you're doing something outside of the wad, is like accessory work. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, she just needed to do like some accessory work, and I think she did. What was it? Chest, or she did arms with me. But every now and then, she'll come in and she'll do my workouts with me, just because she knows I really enjoy it. Because for me, bodybuilding is it's a meditation for me, because I'm not the guy that goes in and bench presses, you know, 200 or 300 pounds. <clears throat> but what I do is I, I'll, I do lightweight. So I'll throw on like 135 and I'll bench that for like 25 reps. But I focus time under tension, perfect form. And Jess can tell you whenever she benches with me, I get onto her all the time because she does a whole powerlifting thing where you arc your back. And I'm like, no, if we're doing flat, flat barbell press, you're going to freaking, you're going to keep that back flat and you're going to engage the mid of the pecs. You know, this is what this is designed to do. So... But she came in there, came out, worked out with me, and you know, hopefully got to take some benefit back to her workouts and what she does and her thing. But you know, really, really try to find that balance. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. So today, we want to encourage you guys to start taking some actions that will help you guys improve your relationship. No matter if you're married or if you're dating or you know your boyfriend girlfriend, we believe that this will help take your relationship to the next to the next level. So um, the first thing is, every day, or not every day, maybe once a week, do this. It's like a check-in with your with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Sit down and um, without distractions, and give each person give two compliments and one thing the other person can improve upon. So, for example, um, for Damien today, I would say that I think he's doing a really good job keeping the house clean that he's doing an awesome job um, starting this business. But one thing he could improve upon, well, that's kind of tough right now. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. One thing he could improve upon is, um, hmm. Ooh, put her on the spot. <laughs> put myself on the spot this time. Come on now, I'm not Mr. Perfect. Just kidding. <laughs> One thing you can improve upon is maybe um, helping out with the dogs more. That's actually not true. He helps out with the dogs. I just couldn't think of anything. Right <laughs> yeah. But that's just an example. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, this is this is a good time to say, to say, you know, before you say something, you definitely want to start, you want to think about it prior to because words, you know, once you say something, you can't take it back. So definitely whenever you guys are doing this every day, take it serious. And if you're on the receiving end, um, whenever we did this marriage, we did a marriage retreat recently, and they taught us something that you know I really took to heart, and that's ensuring that you understand what the other person is saying. And no matter if you think that she's being emotional or he's being arrogant, you need to listen to him because if he's telling you it, you need to respect that it's important to him or her. So one thing that I like to do, if Jessica says, hey, Damien, I really, you know, she's telling me something, I will try to say, okay, so what I understand is you're trying to say this. So that way... If Jessica says something to me, and if I perceive it a different way than how she actually intended it for it to be, 
you know, I can correct him about that. Like, well, one thing he told me that I could improve upon today is when I turn the toaster oven on to make sure there's um, nothing sitting on top of it because it'll burn or melt. Like, there was a pin melting to it, and I had no idea because I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> so he's like, hey, Jess, um, maybe next – or he's like, can you – next time you use the toaster oven, just be sure to look on top to make sure there's nothing there. And, um, like, to me, I just kind of – if he would have said that maybe two months ago, I would just laughed at him and walked away. But this time I was like, okay – I guess I could do that for you, you know, just, you know. Yeah, respect. Yeah. That's a respect thing. Exactly. And the other thing that we want to encourage you guys to do is, or not to do, is stop dating. You guys should be going on dates just like you did when you first started dating, you know. And Jessica and I, we, we do this all the time. And whenever we go on dates, we don't act like, you know, we've, we've been married for coming up on three years. So we haven't been married like 20 years but in our experience, this is our time of quality time where we spend time on each other. You know, most of the time when we go out on dates, we'll leave the phone in the car. There is no way we are going to look at our phones while we're on our date because this is our time to just focus on each other and really connect. Yeah, and he always, um, he even still opens the door, like even my car door for me. And it kind of means a lot to me. It's just no, just to know that he still cares about like our relationship and building our relationship and building that love we have for each other even after we've been married for almost three years yeah and three years in the military is like 30 years (laughs) (laughs) without but you know as as we close this up Jess I just want to acknowledge you I want to tell you that I am extremely grateful that you were my wife and that you said yes, even though you punched me right after you said yes. <laughs> That's a story for another day. She, uh, I just, I'll just say right now because I think it's a cute story that people can take value from. But um, so she picked out this ring that she loved, and whenever I went to go try to buy it, I couldn't buy it with a store because I never had a credit card in my life, so I had absolutely zero credit. So I was declined. <laughs> However, I have a phenomenal bank with the military, so they approved it. So whenever I went to they go... They approved a loan. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I went to go propose to her, I told her, I was like, look, Jessica, I know you really love that ring, but whenever I try to buy it for you, um, I, they, they told me I couldn't do it because I didn't have any credit. And then I tied in a little cheesy Marine Corps because I was still a boot or a new Marine, but I was like... But as United States Marines, you know what we do best, adapt and overcome. And then that's when I got down on one knee and I asked her to marry me. But getting back to it, I just want to tell you that I am grateful to have you in my life. I don't think I could have found a better wife, you know, for me. You just, you're always there for me. You support me. And I'm glad that you decided to come come on the podcast today. I hope you guys have taken a lot from this. And I just want to tell you thank you. And I'm so proud of you. And Thank you. I can't wait to see you walk across the stage next week. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. I'm going to be that supportive dad, just like at all your competitions, that's screaming and recording. And, <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Do you have anything that you would like to say before we close this off? Um, I just want to encourage everybody to just um, maybe take some of these tips that we've talked about and incorporate them into your daily relationship with each other and just remember to always live with gratitude and Tell each other that you love each other every single day and give each other a big hug because that's a stress reliever. It yes, really is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And that's, just hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. 
Thanks for having me on, babe. (laughs) (laughs) So if you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Like us on Facebook. Every day I post a motivational quote of the day, and we have a lot of good stuff going on. Um, I am doing webinars now. So we had our first webinar this past weekend, which the response to that was awesome. So uh, yeah, just reach out to me. And if you're hearing this right now, I want you to shoot me a shoot me a tweet at greatness defined. It's greatness, but I'll I'll put it in the show links. But uh, tweet me and let me know what you're most grateful for today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, let me know. All right, I love you guys, and I can't wait to see what you guys thought about this podcast.